<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 371, Royal City, by Jeff Lemire. My name is Eric. I am Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. That's good. Feeling a little better. That's good. I've been sick for like four days. Yeah. Um, the snot is not flowing as its usual fountainous, uh... Projectile version. Good to hear. It's more just like a steady seeping. It's, it's a sign that it's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just really stoked. Cool. Ah, <laughs> <coughs> uh, now you've just ruined the show, though. Oh, oh. that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What's up? What's up? Uh, D minus. Oh. Hey, could be worse. But I guess not much. <laughs> well, well, fucking Royal City then. All right then. <laughs> so I was thinking about this earlier today. I think this is the third or fourth. I think this is the fourth Jeff Lemire book we've done. I know we've done Sweet Tooth. And I still don't know how to pronounce his name after that. Uh, neither do I, so I stick with Lemire. Uh, we've done Sweet Tooth, we've done Underwater Welder. And Trillium. And Trillium, yeah. for sure, yeah. yes. I think that's it, because those are the three that I was thinking of. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so going back to the well. On... So, so, Gutter Trash enjoys a Jeff Lemire. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he might be our new reigning champion as far as returning, uh, you know, not visitors, because he's not here. No, of course not. But, but uh. I don't know if we've done... Creators that we go back to the well for. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Nate Powell is up there, too. Yeah, I know we've done a, at least two of his. Mm-hmm. I know maybe two Ed Brubakers. We've done at least two Robert Kirkmans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think everyone else is like a, a onesie-twosie. Like, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, it's too bad this book sucked. <laughs> Better luck next time, Lemire. <laughs> but my hair, whatever. Who knows? <clears throat> is that a spoiler? Uh, I guess, because that is flat out my opinion of it. You didn't like it at all. I did not. I was incredibly disappointed. Okay. As well. All right. Um, I uh, I am shocked. I honestly thought you were gonna come in saying oh. this was the best thing ever. I think that's why I was incredibly disappointed, was I expected to love it. Right. Because <clears throat> I've read a lot of his books, like, even not on here. Sure. And uh, as have I. I generally like all of them quite a bit. Yeah. I've, I've even enjoyed some of his superhero books. Yeah. I've, I've never stooped that low. Well, sure you have. Have I? Black uh, Hammer. I guess that's a superhero book. It's absolutely 100% a superhero book. But it's like... It's a twist yeah, on superheroes, yeah, yeah, it's, but it's superheroes. When, well, I, when I thought you were talking like Death of X and Wolverine and all Oh, I, I, I've never read any of that yeah. shit. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Platona is a superhero book if you... Yep, there you go. go that far, even though she's a corpse for the entire series. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> I think everyone knows that. I didn't. That's in the tagline on the back of the book. <laughs> Have I looked at the back of the book? No, maybe not. <laughs> well, she dies on like the first page. So okay, it's not, right. it's not like a huge. Yeah, right. um, 
But no, okay, so I remember being excited about this because I read he he said this is like one of his most personal stories. He's been sure. wanting to tell this for a long time and um he's writing it and drawing it and I fucking love his artwork. Yeah. Um so I was stoked to read this book. <laughs> once uh okay, so last time uh when you picked this book like i was like i've never heard of that but like i i've heard this mm-hmm. uh you know i just never for whatever reason i just never paid attention to it right. like i knew it existed and i knew it was out there and uh but it just i don't know never grabbed me just by the description of it right and i i like his art i like him um you know so i don't know what it was that prevented me from checking it out initially. Um, I, maybe I was just getting it confused with Matt Kent's uh, Grass Kings. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. Um, Matt Kent does Grass Kings, right? Is that I his? don't know. I know I've seen Grass Kings, but I can't remember who does uh, it. Right. It's really watercolor. It kind yeah. of looks like. You know, like in the same vein as Lemire's artwork, right? And Matt Kent yeah. has a similar yeah. aesthetic, I would say. Sure. Uh, and for some reason, I I just conflate those two together sometimes. I, yeah. I don't know why. I think probably just, they've worked together before. Okay, like and and yeah. I feel like both of them like started off like you know as sort of indie dudes yeah. who yeah. both Crossed sort over. of broke into the mainstream at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Uh. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, for whatever reason, you know, and, and, uh, just, just never really gave this much thought. Mm-hmm. And so you picked it and, um, so you picked it and then you immediately went on vacation. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, oh man, it's going to be like two weeks before, like, I read this thing. And, uh, uh, we, we happened to be at a, a comic convention, uh, shortly after the last oh, show. Oh, yeah, that's right. That and is. I found every single issue in a dollar bin. Right. It's pretty good. Which is super good. That's like five bucks. Yeah, it's like half of the trade, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was able to read this, uh, while, while you were away, and then you were able to read it on your own, and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I now own these and, oh. uh, don't want them. <laughs> <clears throat> so not only do I own these, but I own the next five issues because I've been buying them all. Um, cause the, the first five issues that we read is the first storyline. Right. The second five is the next storyline. I yeah. think, I think the third storyline starts in like a couple weeks. Um, which, uh, spoiler, I don't think I'm going to buy that third storyline, but since I already own the second storyline. I am going to read them. Okay. Um, I am curious as to what your opinion would be of the second storyline. Mm-hmm. Because he makes a lot of noise, uh, especially in the final issue of this story, about how the next arc is like a real game changer for yeah, it. right. Which I guess that would mean there has to be a game. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about it. <laughs> So the concept, I remember reading about the concept before it was out. I think it was in, like, an Image Plus. There was, like, a cover story about it. Yeah. And it's basically this family who has lost 
the like the youngest member of their family, like a thirteen or fourteen year old boy, died. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy Pike. Yep. And each member of the family is sort of visited. I wouldn't say haunted because it's not like a, it's right. not like a negative experience. He visits them spectrally, and he appears differently to each one of them. He appears like, like, you know, their age or like. Or how they want to see him, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, because some of them he's younger than them, and yeah, because uh, uh, the mother uh, sees him as a priest, uh, like a fully grown adult priest. Uh, the sister uh, still sees him as a little Child, boiled, right. or a little boiled. Yeah, he's a boiled egg. It's really weird that she yep. wants him to be a boiled egg. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, she she sees him as a little boy. Um, well, who's the other brother? Uh, Richie. Richie, is he the, the, the scumbag? Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, hey, us drunks aren't all scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dividing line. Yeah. Uh, but Richie, yeah, sees him as, uh, you know, sort of, uh, his age, sort of. His age and, and also kind of a, just a white trash kind of just dude. <laughs> He's also kind of like the devil on his shoulder. He keeps talking so, about oh, yeah, all yeah. this. Doing all these terrible things. Yeah. And uh, the the uh, second brother. Pat. Pat, that's right. Uh, just, doesn't he see them? He sees all of them, doesn't he? But mostly he sees them yeah. as, as he was, apparently, when he died. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, the family all comes together because the, the patriarch uh, suffers a stroke. Uh, so they're all coming together to visit him at the hospital, and and, um, and they're kind of a broken family. Oh yeah, they're they're they do they're, not like each other. They they do not like each other. Um, Maybe yeah. a couple of them like each other, but there's, yeah, there's a lot of divisions. It's very dysfunctional. Yeah. Yes. Um, but also, the, not much else happens. You're right. Yeah, I know. I kept expecting, like, I don't mind slow paced. In fact, I sure. kind of love it. Sure. Um, but there's just, there's like nothing really going on here other nope. than watching, like, trying to remember all these family members' names and right. watch them like go to work <laughs> and stuff. Sometimes, like yeah. Um, like, like they all have their own little personal flaws that that uh, are on display right uh like the the sister has like a rough marriage because uh she's trying to shut down the factory in town uh royal city uh room for uh, like condos and golf course yeah yeah and uh, like okay so royal city is kind of like dayton ohio in the probably 60s or 70s like, all it really is known for is being an industrial town. Right. Um, but the factory is, like, you know, it's losing sales and steam after right. all these years. It's it's our Delco. It is our Delco. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so she's she's working on a plan. She's, like, a real estate uh, mogul, and she's trying to work on a plan to revitalize the city. And so her plan is, you know, turn it into sort of a tourist town. But that would mean closing the plant. Uh, her husband is the foreman at the plant, uh, and he's very against all this because he'll basically lose his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, Patrick is a writer who's struggling to write a new book. Uh, it's 
sort of gets revealed that he essentially stole his first book uh, from his dead brother, basically. Uh, yeah, it was basically his composition notebook. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got a troubled marriage with uh, an actress, and then, yeah, Richie is uh, just basically kind of a loser uh, mm-hmm. who's just, like, in a lot of trouble with, like, loan sharks and uh, and then the mom is just, uh, she's just kind of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and, um, and then, yeah, the, the father, we don't know much about him. He uh, likes old radios. He likes old radios. Uh, but yeah, he, he slips into a coma within like the first three pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like there's kind of like a weird dream sequence with him. Which is probably the most interesting part of the the thing, like where, I would agree. Yeah, like, there's parts where he's like walking through this like royal city, I guess, but all the buildings are made out of like these clocks, ancient radios yeah. and clocks and stuff, and yeah, like that's really interesting, but it just doesn't really no. go anywhere. Um, but yeah, like I I wouldn't mind. Reading the story about this dysfunctional family, like trying to figure out, I guess, how to move on, I guess is where it's maybe going. Right. Uh, You know, in all of them in their own ways dealing with the loss of their brother, like who also is, you know, for lack of a better word, haunting each one of them. Yeah. but um maybe not in five issue monthly chunks yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's and and that's another thing too and like i've thought a lot about this in the last week because i'm like why don't i like this because i like his writing um he is he very rarely puts anything sort of light or fun in his books they're all pretty dark yeah um which is a nice contrast with his like super cartoony art style yeah but at the same time, like most of his books that I really like have something kind of weird or fun or strange or light that happens. It's peppered in there. Right. This one really doesn't, other than the, unless you consider his artwork the fun part, which yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, it's cartoony, but it reminds me more of like um, Raymond Pettibone artwork than, right, it, than right. it does like, you know, Garfield, you know. <laughs> so it's dark, even if it is cartoony. And I love his art. I think it looks great. Oh, yeah. But I was imagining if this was drawn by, like, someone that just drew things pretty straight and realistic, I think I would have been done after issue two. Right. Like, I really do. I, w- I will say this. Uh, they're easy to read. Yeah. Like, like, I breezed through these. Oh, yeah. But even still, like, I was bored. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not a slog. It's just it's just boring. Yeah, there's just not much to it. There, there. Yeah, there's 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 the illusion of substance, right? <laughs> like, like, like I really feel like he probably does have like 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 grand plans, know, great plans for us. But uh, you know, like this could have been one or two issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, if, if if it were me, like, I mean, I guess it is me. You know, like, I like Jeff Lemire. Yeah. You say, hey, look, you, sh- you should check out this comic, because Jeff Lemire did it. 
and I grab the trade, which is essentially this. Yeah. There is nothing about this that makes me want to get the second trade. Right. Yeah. Uh, except, you know, I saw some of the variant covers were kind of neat. Oh, yeah. I love the Jeffrey Brown Sonic Youth variant. Cover. Right, right. That's so good. Yeah, that's uh, another thing I remembered, uh, like, after all, every last episode was that I had actually sent you a picture of the variant covers, like, hey, have you seen this? Yeah. And you were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dumb fuck. <laughs> I didn't say dumb fuck. <laughs> I. I typed it on my text and I backspaced it. <laughs> I was like, I probably shouldn't. Send that. But no, yeah, one of the very covers is uh, uh, a riff on uh, Sonic Youth's uh, Goo album. Yeah, uh, which uh, is probably in my top five favorite albums ever. Yeah, and, and also and like, Brown is one of my top five favorite cartoonists ever. Right, so, right. Yeah, it was. Pretty, and, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plus, you know, you you had a cat named Goo who I, recently passed, and you yourself did a, a tribute, tribute to to, yeah. to that album yeah. with your cat. And so, like all those things, like you know, like part of my head right. was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, like I need to have that. Right. Yeah. And so, once I remembered that, part of me was like, okay, like I am super looking forward to Royal City. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I like I said, I'm still gonna I'll read issues six through ten because I own them. They're like. At my house. Right. Um, and I'll definitely keep number six that has the Jeffrey Brown cover. Sure. But I could see myself giving the rest of them to somebody that may or may not enjoy them. Right. Uh, like, who? I mean, other than Jeff Lemire, who is this book for? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe people that, like you said, don't know how to move on from a like a family trauma or something. Sure. Maybe. I, I don't know, because, I mean, you know, my family has had some trauma, and, sure. you know, like, we, we all suffer from, from, you know, various ghosts, you know, real or imagined, and, uh, but, like, you know, most people in the world don't get any kind of closure, but, you know, if you're reading a piece of fiction, like, you, you want something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, and... So, I'm about to spoil something. Okay. So, like, over the course of maybe the last couple issues of this trade, this character appears and talks to Pat, the the son who's, like, the the writer. Yeah. Um, he, who seems like maybe the most decent person out of all these. Maybe. maybe. Hard, maybe. I mean, he's he a plagiarizer. Did, well, yeah. <laughs> what writer is it, really? Well, also true. And, I mean, you know, he plagiarized from a dead person, so. Yeah, you know, that seems it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. All right, so he's the best guy in this uh, book. Yeah. <laughs> and and so he's he's visited um, by someone, and he thinks at first that they're a fan that wants his autograph from one of his books, and yeah. he kind of embarrasses himself by, you know, saying something to that effect. Sure. And, uh, and you come to find out this person is not that, um, and the very big reveal at the end of this trade or the series is that um that's his niece i guess or nephew or something i can't remember if it's a boy or a girl honestly i think it was a girl and yeah niece yeah because she says you're my uncle. okay that's yeah. what it is so that's like the big crazy reveal and I'm sure just, i'm just like 
like okay, who cares? He, he's not Darth Vader, right? Yeah. Um, and the entire series has been me memorizing all of his other family tree members. Right. Like, this is nothing. You right. Know, this yeah. is just one more person who's related to this guy. Well, there's no real build up to it. There's no, like, you know, even just a hint that, like, you know, one of his siblings, whoever it is, like, may have had like. An indiscretion or something like that. Right. Because uh, it should be mentioned also that, uh, you know, the, this is a very white family. Right. And, and she is not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's a very brown person. Yes. Uh, and as far as I can tell, there are no other brown people in Royal City right. that were ever introduced to or seen in the background or so, so, I mean, anything. Is, is the fact that she's a different race, is that supposed to be like the shocking element, like the mystery of the series, or what? I, I don't think so. I mean... Because if that's supposed to be like the big thing, it, does, it doesn't do anything for me. No, right? yeah, no, not at all. I, I'm i gonna say the race issue is not an issue at all, yeah. but like it was just you know the one obvious thing that, you know, stood out to me about right. it. Sure, yeah. You know, the, like, I'd like to put a lot more stock into to Jeff Lemire about, you know, setting things up, but, uh, like, if I just had to guess right now, like, I'm guessing that she's Tommy's kid. Oh, yeah. Tommy is the dead kid, right? Tommy is the dead kid. But didn't he die when he was like 14? 14, 15, whatever, yeah. I mean, okay. if we judge by the, the, uh, what little we get to read in the, uh, in his notebook, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he just seems like, uh, the same kind of, uh, shitty 15 year old that, uh, you know, we would have been in the, the early 90s. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, that, I mean, that could be interesting, I guess, yeah. but, but at the same time, it's like, Man, this is a. Uh, oh, it's, this is five issues in. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, yeah. It ultimately means nothing. Yeah. Like, like uh, to anything that we had read up to that point. Right. And it definitely is not any kind of reveal that makes me like, oh my god, I need to see yeah. what happens next. Right. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it was just uh, like, oh okay, and then oh wait, that's it. Yeah. Because I think that is literally the last page. I think it is. It's the last page, yeah. Um, Yeah, it seems like the end of maybe issue four would have been a better... uh, Place to put that and maybe develop that a little. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, where's the scene where he... Where Pat sees all the versions of Tommy. Is I it, think that's the first issue. Is it the end of the first issue? Yeah. Well, that's where they should have ended the trade. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the end of the first issue. Yeah. So that was like a much more, you know, I don't know, impactful yes. Im- image. And I agree with that. Stopping point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even, even uh, you know, again, spoilers, uh, the dad waking up would have been... Yeah. Maybe a better place to, to end for so, now. So, yeah. yeah, at the end of the fifth issue, the dad wakes up from his coma and says he, he wants to go home. Yeah. And, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Right. But at the same time, it's 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 still not, like, it. Oh, like, it's still not great. There's nothing gripping about this, which... Not at all. Which, like I said, not that every, not that every comic book has to be gripping and no. amazing. Well, but, it, but, like, his books... 
like this one has no, like there's no lightness and fun to it. So it's not just like an enjoyable read. It's like you're trying to get something from it. Right. And I I got I got nothing from it. I got nothing from it either. Like yeah. And, and admittedly, we are not smart. We've talked about that. Sure. Um, but I don't think this is a, an intelligence issue for us here. Hmm. Uh, like uh, I'm gonna like this is. A very straightforward story. It is, yeah. Like, like incredibly straightforward. I, I'm sure there's some metaphors, and I even kind of wondered, because I was trying to think, maybe there's something I'm missing. I was like, is the old man, is he, like, the personification of Royal City? Because Royal City's kind of dying. Um, uh, Royal City is what is bringing all of his family together. Right. Like, I was trying to, like, think, like, maybe it's a big metaphor and he represents something. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, that doesn't really make that much sense either. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think there's any kind of hidden depth that we're missing. Uh, I, I just think that it is kind of a weak comic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe... I don't know. I'm trying to trying to think about it in like soap opera, you know, sort of of you know uh, metaphors here. Mm-hmm. You know, just like like a weekly TV show about just like you know people's yeah. family drama, right? And like you can watch a soap opera, and like you know. Uh, like a daytime, normal, everyday soap opera. Mm-hmm. Like people fall into comas and occasionally there's a ghost. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, one life to live. There we go. Uh, it's on every single day. And you can probably skip like two weeks of it and still pick up from the story. Exactly. Right. Uh, like maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's what this is where he is just long term planning out like this huge family drama. But, like, as a monthly comic, that then takes, like, what, a three or four month hiatus between story arcs? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think that it works that no. well, you know, not for that. Like, yeah. maybe this would read better in, like, you know, like an omnibus chunk. Right. Like, if you did this, like, as a series of, like, thick-ass graphic novels. Yes. Like, like blanket style. Right, yeah. Or, or even, like, I mean, I haven't read Essex County, but, like, those look huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, like maybe in that sort of manner. He did say this, you know, he was kind of going back to his Essex County kind of roots or whatever. For right. Because it's just more like, a, you know, like a personal drama or whatever. Right. But, yeah, I gotta say, it's, it's not amongst, like, the top five things I've read by him. Right. You know. I, I mean, I think it's just a matter of, you know, the characters needed to be more fleshed out and more relatable. Like, like They're all pretty unlikable. For the most part, they're all pretty like, unlikable. Like, the most likable person is the old man that goes into the coma. Right. And he's, in the book, maybe like six pages yeah. out of all five And he's issues. asleep for like four of them. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh... But, like, I mean, like, I can understand, I mean, it's all set up to, like, uh, I mean, I guess, like, the the next story arc is going to take place in, like, the 90s. And so the dead, it'll be about Tommy right, while yeah. he's alive. 
Well, and, you know, we're, we're, I guess that would be setting up, like, this is how the characters got to this place. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, while that might be interesting, reading about how they're all fucked up now, like, doesn't do me any good. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, like, like, okay, so if this was just by... If this was written by someone who I'd never heard of before, I'd be like, I'm probably not going to read anything else by this person. Right. And I think that's what bugs me the most, is I know he's a great writer. Right. In fact, um, his book, Gideon Falls, that just started, is like the best first issue I've read in years of okay. the book. It's amazing. And he is even clearly... With the <laughs> even with the art? Even with the art. I like the art. I, I I, I'm not a fan of... Andrea Sorrentino or whatever that guy's name is. I, I thought it was good. And, uh, but, but like, so examples like that and Underwater Welder and, you know, other things, I'm like, he is clearly a really talented writer. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, I don't know if it's I'm not getting something or if this is just not that great. I, again, I'm going to, I'm going to, again, yes, we're idiots. Yes. It's but documented. I I'm gonna stand by that we're not missing anything here. Right. Like like we're getting all that there is to get. Like at least from these first five issues, and there's just not much there. Right. Uh, it's the the same thing you know that that I think we both said about animosity was like you know it's like you can't have you know a trade paperbacks worth of comics out and not have a story in it yeah right and, and i mean sadly that is exactly what this is yeah. there, there is no story here no i agree and I, I only know one other person that reads this book um or i should say read this book because <laughs> she marked it off of her file after like three or four issues wow and i'm and I'm, and she she buys like everything that he does at our store um so I, next time i see her i'm gonna ask her like hey what did you think of that and like right. you know See if she had the same opinion. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, I think it is, it is very clearly stated. We are both fans of Jeff Lemire. Yeah. And we both think that he is very good at what he does. And even this is very well done. <laughs> like, like it, the art is gorgeous. I, I love his artwork. Yeah, you know? I really do. Yeah. And like I said before, I, I would have given up well before if this would have been just a real straight. Right. Like, straight art. If it would have been... Whatever the guy's name that's drawn, I can't remember his name, that's drawn Gideon Falls. Other than him, I would have given up after a few issues. Sure. Well, that guy's kind of not green anyway. I really don't like that guy. Is it, what else did he do? Did he do uh, Old Man Logan or something? He did, uh, I think he may have done Old Man Logan, but I know for a fact he did uh, Green Arrow with him. Okay. Uh, DC and... Uh, it's not the art style that I'm usually attracted to, but I thought, uh, I thought it was... Totally fine for Gideon Falls. It's it's. Uh, I think it actually worked better than Jeff's art would have worked on Gideon Falls. Honestly, uh, yeah. like it gave it a different tone. <clears throat> uh, you know, and that's you know, like I, I like his artwork a lot, but I also think Dean Ormstam is you know he's great, great on he's Black Hammer. Yeah, great. yeah, he's yeah. Or Rob Liefeld would have been good for this. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with Rob Liefeld ever. Uh, no, it's just yeah. There, there's not enough story here to to yeah. you know make this worth reading. No, it's really not. 
And number one is like an extra sized issue. Too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they're. Yeah, like 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 removing the ghostly, like weird supernatural elements from the story, which are minor. Yeah. Like for the most part, uh, like just as a story about like a family drama, like like there are interesting bits here and there, but not enough to sustain. Right. You know. Uh, what what he's given us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some interesting dynamics. Like you mentioned, Tara, the sister, is trying to have the factory closed for development, and her husband, Steve, maybe? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of names to remember. There are. Um, he he's There's the, at least six. <laughs> Steve's like the manager of the factory, and so there's a little dynamic there where, you know, they're both at a, opposition to one another, even though their job's are part of the same household right. you know, yeah. money, so it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, it's, but stuff like that is few and far between, and it's just yeah, it's kind of yeah. disappointing. And even even the ghost Tommy stuff is not present enough to be interesting enough, right? You know, but I like I do like about the ghost stuff how no one is freaked out, right? By Tommy's presence right. as a ghost, like not as no nobody is. They're just like, oh, how you doing? There he is. Yeah, uh, even Patrick, who it seems like it's more of a new experience to him that he sees yeah. Tommy, uh, and, and even goes so far as to try to remedy the situation, like like of you know trying to exercise the ghost out of his life a little bit. I can't remember that. What do you do? He, you know, Tommy basically says that he wants his notebook back. And that's so he right. starts tearing out pages and throwing it in the uh, the river. Okay, that's right. Uh, but, but, you know, because it seems like everybody else in the family, like, or at least the, the siblings and the mother, uh, are all sort of, you know, they are very familiar with ghost Tommy in their lives right. and, and, and you know being involved with him whereas Patrick has been away for a long time and is more shocked by it but still very accepting of it. There is something weird though where like Richie the drunken wasteoid dude yeah. he he there's something he says where he seems surprised that Tommy didn't help him like carry something Yeah, yeah. he says like you couldn't help me with this or whatever and Tommy's like oh it's all up to you so I'm like, do they not? Does he not know Tommy's dead? Maybe he thinks he's. I think he knows Tommy's dead, but uh, I mean, it could be he's just so wasted he, he just doesn't, doesn't realize, realize that he's a ghost. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, there are elements where he does also seem to totally realize that there's, you know, like, because he gets his ass kicked at one point, and you know. Obviously, Tommy doesn't help him. He right. kind of berates him for that, but also realizes <laughs> that, well, of course, you know, he's not going to help. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, super disappointing. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I will, like I said, I will actually read the rest of them. I, I would be... The rest that I own. Yeah. I, <sighs> if you want to borrow them. I'm curious... To see if indeed, like it's it's a game changer enough to the point where like, because I mean you know there are times where 
Like, I always go back to Breaking Bad. Like, I thought the first five episodes of that show were really not that great. Right. And I was like, oh, why am I still watching this? And then, like, you hit the sixth episode, and suddenly, like, the switch flips. And you're just like, oh, this is what's happening. And this is great. But it would not be as great if I hadn't sat through the first five. Right. right. So maybe it's that type of situation. I hope so, because we're at number six. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so there, there is a part of me that's curious, but there's also the part of me that read this and right. just yeah. was really disinterested yeah. by the end. Yeah, and it's not like, so if Jeff Lemire had been like, okay, all I'm doing for the rest of my life is Royal City. Yeah. We'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to hang in a little longer because he clearly knows what he's doing. But no, he writes like four other books. Sure, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, we can get our Jeff Lemire fix other yeah, ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I. I want to hear your opinion of the next story arc, mm-hmm. and then maybe I'll decide if I want to read it myself. Okay. Cool. But, but yeah, I'm very curious as to what you think about Because I'm also very surprised that you didn't like this either. Really? I, I seriously thought that you would have loved this. Because, uh, just, just... Cause it's a slow family drama yeah. that with pretty art. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just not enough to, not enough to, like, wrap itself around me. And, and like, I think, I think I liked elements of it all the way through, but, but yeah, it's just not, yeah, not enough. There are moments, but yeah, exactly not enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got nothing else to say about this book. You know what? Can't all be gold. No, nope, I can't. Even even you know some of the the best writers and artists make crap sometimes. Right. Yeah. And that just makes their 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 uh their rising from the ashes that much better, right? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's, gives them gives it something to compare it to. Then. Exactly. Alright, let's take a break. Okie dokie. Figure out what I'm gonna do with these five comics that I don't want anymore and trade them the matter. Okay. <laughs>
to gutter trash. Hey, hey, hey. 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 So any revelations on Royal City during the break? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, once again, I do not think we missed anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll see. I guess we'll find out. Maybe I haven't read any reviews of it. Maybe I'll read a couple online and see if they're pointing out anything. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And you're the only other human I've ever talked to who's read them. Yeah. About, you know, talked to about this book. So. Yeah. Well, so, that's one of your mistakes right there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so what else is happening? Uh, nothing good. Uh, you read anything good other than Royal City? <sighs> I've read some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's good or not is is you know sort of up for debate. <clears throat> I uh. So I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of the DC Comics character the Spectre. Oh yeah. Um, and a couple weeks ago I uh, managed to track down one of those old uh, well not old but uh, one of those black and white showcase reprints of a bunch of Silver Age Spectre stories. Yeah, those are cool. Um. And I had never really read any Silver Age Spectre before. Like like most of the Spectre stories I've read have all been from the 80s onward. <clears throat> so they are very different than what I expected. Oh, really? Yes. Like darker? No. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess they're dark for being, you know, Silver Age DC. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, lots of talks about demons and, you know, universe-shattering kind of events are happening. But there's also just a whole lot of, uh, you know, just talking about entering dudes' bodies and... uh... (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Good old Jimmy Gorgon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so Jimmy Gorgon, the world's smartest boy, he, uh... He and the Spectre, apparently, like, in all the comics I'd ever read, uh, like, you know, like, the Spectre is the wrath of God, and it's just sort of a manifestation that, you know, comes forth out of him, and and he is the Spectre, and, and, you know, he he is, you know, metting out justice on behalf of of the Lord, Uh, whereas the Silver Age is more like they're just kind of two separate dudes... Like, you know, one of them is just kind of a, uh, just a tough as nails cop, and then the other one is just kind of a tough as nails, uh, omnipotent deity, you know. (laughs) You know, just sharing a body and trying to get along. It's like a, it's like, yeah. I mean, it is at times borderline sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it could have been. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like there, there's uh, one of the stories I read was uh, <clears throat> like the specter witnesses like a guy like getting killed, and so he rushes to like save the guy, but the his spirit has already left his body. Uh, he manages to save the body, but the spirit, uh, you know, is like drifting away. But you know, he he still wants to be alive, 
but uh, he he needs to find a body to enter. And uh, Jim Corrigan's right there, who who is empty because oh, the oh, Spectre's yeah. out doing other shit. Right. And so he takes over Jim Corrigan's body. And uh, so the Spectre, like, once he, you know, has everything wrapped up, he, like, tries to enter, you know, Corrigan again. But he <laughs> finds that there's no way he can get inside his body. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there's a bummer. <laughs> and it was like, man, haven't we all felt that way sometimes? <laughs> It's like, there's just no way I can enter you right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> that, so that could be a really... That could be a really interesting, like, dark Vertigo-esque kind of Jim Spector <clears throat> story, though. Like, if if some other spirit enters Jim Corrigan's body and then, like, he went mad or something. And he's That's just, like, basically kind of what happens. Oh, wow. That like, like cool. uh, this... Basically, because the the dude who got killed uh, was basically a bad dude, and so his spirit takes over Jim Corrigan's body, and he basically just becomes a real asshole. Wow. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't we read that instead of royalty? (laughs) Because it was like 900 pages long. Yeah. And and, uh, we we would have had to scour through that book to figure out which story it was. Uh, The... So yes, yeah, so I've I've read a little bit of that, not too Spectre much of it. Yeah. And I bought uh you know, again another reprint series, uh like in the eighties. Uh DC used to do this quite a bit in the eighties and then I kinda like it. Like they would put out like a mini series like in like almost like a prestige format, like on the Baxter paper and all that. Oh yeah. Of like yeah. old like Silver Age stories. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a seven issue Dead Man series that they, uh, it's just reprints of all his, uh, initial appearances. Oh, that's I cool. bought that recently. And, uh, like a dollar each, yeah. And, uh, so I read the first half of the first issue of that with, uh, Carmen Infantino art. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Although, man, like, Dead Man, you know, to me, Dead Man is the Kelly Jones oh, no. skeletal, like, spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but, like, you know, <clears throat> prior to that, Dead Man just looked like your normal, everyday, buff superhero dude. You know, I... And it's weird to me. It, it, I know what you're saying, because, like, once an artist kind of, like, you know, it's like when Johnny Cash covered Hurt. Like, right. Oh, yeah. It's just like that. That's his song, yeah. But, but I, I've seen so many of the regular hero dead man appearances before I'd ever seen the Kelly Jones. Right. I, like that is what I think of. I don't think of the Kelly Jones first. See, like I had seen some, but you know, like, like Kelly Jones is the one that really like just grabbed me. Right. Yeah. And so like, even though I, yes, I have seen far more of old school, old school dead man, you know, like it just always seems weird to me. See, I'd rather see, Mike Allred do a Dead Man miniseries than, than just about anybody else. I mean, that would be awesome, sure. Yeah. I like, mean, I would absolutely read that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, or, or maybe Kyle Hotz, because I saw a Dead oh, Man sketch that he did the other day. Yes. That was amazing. Well, Kyle Hotz is basically sort of like Kelly Jones's protege, so. I know, and like, I I think they're different enough that it's not like Kyle's really oh, no. Yeah, not and at I, all. And I definitely like Kyle's stuff better than Kelly's stuff. 
I like them equally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's just something like I think it's the the amount of detail that Kyle puts in. Like Kelly Jones stuff a lot of times has a lot of like like just you know, empty space or whatever in the character right. design and I respect that, but personally I'm attracted more to like lots of little detail in the line work. And, more lines equals more better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but yeah, I love his... So Kyle's Dead Man is great, but I would still... Out of anybody on the planet, I'd rather see um, uh, Mike Allred do a Dead Man sure. series. That would be great. I, I think out of all the other variations of Dead Man that I've seen, the one that I accept more readily than the Kelly Jones version is Neil Adams, yeah. which is weird because I don't particularly care for Neil Adams. <laughs> well, his, his, seven well, his older stuff is definitely yeah. Yeah, pretty good. I yeah. do kind of love how weird his new stuff is because it looks strange, Yeah, but it, but it's just weird to me because it, it looks like it should have been like the stuff that came before his other stuff. Because right. It yeah, looks like that. he hasn't figured it out yet, but it's like, <laughs> It's, it's it's like it's on the verge of it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like on the verge of becoming good. But he used to be really good, so right, it's yeah. really strange. Yeah. But I, but honestly, like I actually kind of like his new style, but only if it wasn't by Neil Adams. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Nobody wants to be yelled at that the earth is hollow. <laughs> but we know it is. <laughs> Now, is it hollow or is it flat? Come on, get it together. Well, it's flat all the way around. It's like a really, it's like a thin crust with a bubble inside. It's flat and hollow. (laughs) That's how we should start our own website for the hollow flat earth. (laughs) So basically, it's like a Domino's pizza. It's just a really thin crust with lots of air bubbles. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. I know every time you see one of those air bubbles, you think maybe it's going to be all gooey and cheesy inside, but it no, never it's just is. There. Dried out air bubble. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you read anything other than uh, Royal City? I not comic wise. I have not. Uh, well, that that sounds like you've read maybe something. I so I I took Royal City along with me on my vacation because I went out of town for Easter. I took Royal City, and I took a book I'd never read. I have never in my life read any Sherlock Holmes. I don't know why. Not I, even in school? Never. Not really. Once, never. Because yeah, I, I know for a fact, I at least we in one of my classes we read like one of his short stories. Maybe, maybe we read a short story, but uh, if if it was like, like Hound of the Baskervilles, I think is like that's part of the, the one I took. Okay. With me. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm like three fourths of the way through it. And it's great. Yeah. Like, I love it. I can't believe I'd never read it before. Yeah. So uh, I'm reading that. And then I think I'll probably read something else um, Sherlock Holmes related after this because I like it more than I... Like, it reminds me so much more than I expected it would. It reminds me of the British Sherlock Holmes series as far as, like, the well, rapid... That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like, I, I thought... Like, there's no, in my mind, I was like, there's no way it could be that, like, rapid fire and, like, intelligently, um, like, meticulously put together. But, it, I mean, it is. Yeah. You know, it is. It's it's like that. Yeah. And it's really good. 
or at least the scenes Sherlock Holmes are in, because I don't, like, for those of you who have read it, the majority of the book is told by Watson, who yeah. is writing to Sherlock Holmes. So right. He's not around for most of it, but, um, but yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love it. It's better than Royal City, I dare say. I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't so, think I'm ready. Yeah. So, um, between uh, this episode and our last, we, we did a comic convention. We did. Yeah. Not together. No. I mean, we were there yeah, at we the were, same time yeah. for the most part. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, uh, Gem City Comic Con was a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, stuff happened. Yeah. And some stuff didn't. And, uh, time was had by all. That's true. It was, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I had a good time. I was only, well, okay, I was there all three days, even though it's only a two day show. <laughs> but I was really only there one day, the whole day. Right. Um, but I had fun. I bought some stuff and uh, talked to Kevin Nolan for the second time in my life. Yeah. That was cool. Watched yeah. him watched him draw a Hellboy sketch for a guy. Nice. So, yeah, it was cool. That, that's weird because my, my, that Hellboy sketch was uh, for me. No. No. Uh, no. Uh, apparently, so I was there uh, tabling with my pal Bruce, and uh, a friend of his is the one who got the Hellboy sketch. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he stopped by the table at one point to, to show it off. That's funny. My, the most memorable part of that was uh, Kevin Nolan was drawing, and the dude was standing there, you know, waiting, and I was next in line. Yeah. And, and he got, he was like inking it, and he got down to the feet, and he was like, he's like, do you have a, do you have reference for Hellboy's feet? He said to the guy. Yeah. And the guy was like, um, I could pull something on my phone. And he's like, he's like, it's kind of like hooved. And he's like, and Kevin Nolan's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I've drawn it before. I just, I just it always helps to have something just to kind of, <laughs> kind of look at. So did he pull out a Kevin Nolan drawing of Hellboy? <laughs> he should have. But I, I said something stupid. Of I just, course. Like, interjected. I was like, I was like, you should just draw him with flip flops on or something. I forget, <laughs> I forget what I said. Something like that. That might have been what it was, or it might not have. But right. Um, but then they both just kind of looked at me, and then they went. They didn't. Neither one. Acknowledged you, right? Yeah. I was like, that was the right answer. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you you got what you deserved then. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still cool. Yeah. I I got to talk to Kevin Nolan for a little bit as well. Sweet. Uh, because I was like, hey, he he for once does not have a massive line. Right. And and that's since I was tabling there, like I didn't want to like leave the table in long periods. Right. right yeah. Uh, but I, I was gonna maybe try to get a sketch, and, uh, he, he was all full up. Yeah, that's what I went over to ask him to, and I had him sign a Lobster Johnson comic for me, but, um, he's like, he's like, is that, he's like, is that all you had? Just that? And I said, sure. I said, yeah, but I also wanted to know if, you know, if I could talk to you about a commission, but nothing that I could afford to pay right now. Right. But maybe, like, I could send you something later down the road, and he said he only does commissions at, cons he doesn't uh, take work to to like do it home yeah so maybe next time if I yeah see yeah he basically said that uh, he was he was pretty full up and like he like he thought about it for a second and then he like looked at his list and he's like yeah like i'm pretty sure the last two people on this list aren't even gonna get theirs yeah uh 
Yeah, so I was like, all right. He's like, but you know, we're in Ohio a lot, so you know, you, you can get us next time. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I saw you at Cincinnati a couple of years ago, and, and, uh, and I didn't think to get a commission or anything like that. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. He was like, oh, like I couldn't have afforded it anyway. He was like, oh, so it wasn't my fault. I was like, nope, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so is he? Like, he's clearly not from Ohio, but is he around here somewhere? I guess. I don't know. Pittsburgh or something? Maybe. Huh. But, yeah, I mean, he said, yeah, because, yeah, we do Cincinnati and Dayton and probably do Dayton next year. I wonder if you could just, like, I know he doesn't do commissions, you know, like, if you just call him up or whatever, but I wonder if you could contact him, like, hey, I'll be at Cincinnati. Could is there any way you could do yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think he does pre-commissions. Yeah. yeah. Like, some artists do, for sure. Right. Like, you know, like, you pay on the head of time. Yeah, like, you know, just, because uh, I see a lot of people on Twitter, you know, be like, hey, I'll be at, you know, like, C2E2 was this past weekend. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll be at C2E2 this weekend, you know, opening up my commissions list, you know. And, right. And, like, I know Joe G has, like, you know, pre-arranged to get a commission from people, right. like, at shows. And, That's know. cool. But apparently not him. <laughs> But yeah, I bought a couple prints from him, and, and he signed them. And, and very nice fella. Yeah, yeah, he seems pretty laid back and yeah. normal. Yeah, one of the best artists. Definitely. Yeah, him. he's. Yeah, he could do a good Dead Man series. Oh my god, that'd be great. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure he could. Because yeah, I've seen his Metamorpho, and that's sure. great. Oh yeah, Metamorpho is awesome. Yeah. Uh, he, pretty much anything he does is oh, awesome. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah he, he's he's a great artist. He's he's one of the best. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there were a couple of other good artists there uh, the weekend, but uh, I didn't really. He's the only one that I approached or yeah, know, talked to. You know, uh, I got out you know a couple of times to look at you know dollar boxes or whatever, and found. The only stuff I found was, like, before the show even opened on, like, Sunday. And that's actually where I found almost all these issues of Royal City. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I found four of the five issues of Royal City and then, like, three issues of, like, Chris Star. Nice. (laughs) Nice. The saga Uh, of Chris Star. Yep, yep. Uh, And then, like, later on I found, uh, you know, some blank covers that I bought for a dollar each and... Uh, you and your brother, like, both found me, uh, the missing Royal City that I needed and, uh, uh, Captain Victory that I'd been looking oh, for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at that point, it was any Captain Victory. <laughs> right. And, you know, I just couldn't find him anywhere. Yeah, there was one guy that had some really, really cool stuff, like a lot of old, like, Bronze Age stuff, like magazine size and alternative comics from the 80s. And yeah. Like, yeah. Most of the money I spent at that show was at his table. So. Nice. Sweet. Was that the guy in front of the G.I. Joe photo booth? Did not see the G.I. Joe photo booth. Okay. All right. huh. Really? Yeah. Okay. You could dress up as a G.I. Joe? And get no, your... there was people dressed up as G.I. Joe characters, oh, and you okay. get your picture with them. I, I've gotten my picture with those guys before Sure. Yeah. Uh, when we were set up, because they're, they're actually pretty cool. They they uh, they show up as like Cobra guys, and they come back in as G.I. Joe guys, yeah. same couple dudes, and they do like... Donations for charity. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, there were a couple of cosplayers there on Saturday who were dressed as uh, Cobra Commander and uh, uh, the Baroness. Nice. Uh, and I also saw Sergeant Slaughter. I saw him. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. I could hear him. Yeah, he you could definitely hear him. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty good. Yeah. He was oh, pretty, yeah, he absolutely. Did, yeah. Like, I 
almost thought for a second it was like the real <laughs> Sergeant right. Slaughter, yeah. other than he'd like be in his eighties by now. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of from the eighties. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but oh yeah, there was a a, a retailer, a, a dealer, like right across from where they were taking those G.I. Joe pictures that had like a bunch of Oh, old magazines. That guy's cool too. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That guy's okay. like an old yeah. hippie guy. Yeah, uh, he's cool too. I bought a couple things from him, but yeah, yeah the other table was um, near there. But yeah, he, he okay. just bought a collection from someone, and um, yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. Got some Basil Olberton comics. Oh, nice! And I got a collection of like old pulp men's magazine covers <laughs> for like five bucks or That's something. That's awesome. It was, yeah. it was really neat. Just crazy stuff where like a guy has like a serpent in his teeth and he's like sure you know saving a woman at the same time just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. It was it was a little slower than normal. I, yeah, I feel I, like I definitely feel that. But uh, it was good. But like uh, you know Saturday, I did not do anything. You know, like like sales wise, sales wise. Yeah. Uh, but Bruce sold quite a few of his, uh, he had a new comic out, uh, sold quite a few of that and some of his older ones. And then, uh, Sunday it was role reversal. Like he did not do as well. And then I did fairly well for, you know, what I do. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I like that show. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, Kyle Hotz, speaking of, like, uh, he, he, I saw his name on the table. Yeah, but yeah. I walked by three different times and he was never there. No, um, he was there for sure Saturday. Uh, whether he stayed or not is is like something else entirely. Uh, but I know at one point, like around noon or so on Saturday, like he walked past my table and he's like, "Hey, big guy!" and he, like grabbed my hand and shook it and uh, he's like, "Good to see you!" and like walked away and. Uh, like that was the only time that I saw him. <laughs> so, do you think he like, w- like, like left the show and didn't come back? Or maybe something? I don't know. I mean, he's got his family. And, yeah, that's true. But I mean, like his kid was also listed as being at the show too. So hmm. I don't know. Maybe they just decided not to sure. do anything. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he does do it almost every year. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe he wanted to take a year off. I, I know he's got acting gigs he's doing. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. It's kind of strange. Super strange. <laughs> you know, speaking of places to go look at, like, you know, awesome old comics and comic book art, next month, a place that we haven't ever journeyed to yet, even though we've tried a couple times, the Billy Ireland Cartoon Museum. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about their next exhibit? I have not. It's going to be cool. Okay. It's, I don't. I mean, I don't know if you'll be as excited about it as I am, honestly, but... All right. It's old Mad Magazine, original Mad Magazine stuff like Jack Davis and uh, Will Elder and all that, all that, that bullpen. I mean, my excitement level was high for that, but yeah, you're probably a little more excited yeah. than I am. But uh, man, I do love me some Jack Davis. Yeah. Unfortunately, it starts on Free Comic Book Day. Okay. And so it's bail. <laughs> I'm not doing anything for Free Comic Book Day. <laughs> but. On Free Comic Book Day, Sergio is going to be there to talk about that That's stuff. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Dude, get out of it. <laughs> they don't need you. It's it's usually kind of busy. Eh, they're fine. Yeah. 
I used to always. You're, you're going to have 17 different artists there. You can just have one of them work for you. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, and I won't be one of them. No. No. Yeah, we've wisened up and uh, brought in a higher caliber of. Uh, yeah, apparently so. Uh, <clears throat> I would like to go to that, but I, I don't think I can go on free Hollywood day. Uh, that would be cool. Just uh, like like two days before, just start developing a cough. Oh yeah, I've yeah. already started now. There you go. See? I'm You're really good laying the seeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I think so. If anyone listening, you know, is interested, it starts in May. It's in Columbus, Ohio, and I I think it lasts until like September or something ridiculous. Oh, nice. It's, it's up for a while, or August or something. But yeah. but well, yeah. I will. Say this like I say every single time you mention a new exhibit at the Billy Ireland Cartoon Museum. I'm not going to miss that. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. I think we tried twice, maybe, or at least once. I know we were even there, but we were. I was super sick, and we were, it was getting late. It, it's. I mean, at least twice where we've been in Columbus near it, where we, we just, thought we were going to be there. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, two or three times where we, like, made plans or, yeah. like, you know, tentative plans. Yeah, yeah, like, like we're going to do this on Sunday, and then, like, somebody had to work or yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, we should definitely go up there. Though. Yeah. Oh, and so, and they're doing, they always do two exhibits, like a main one and, a, like, a little one. The little one is Koyama Press, who, it's, like, a modern, small press, like, alternative comics press, but they do, like, like, Dustin Harbin and Michael DeForge and... Some some of those people. I know one of those guys, you yeah. said. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing that stuff too. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I would absolutely go. Cool. Uh, um, yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Just life is a fucking mess, and uh, you know I'm. Uh, you're you're lucky I'm here right now. Yeah, yeah, because because I I almost wasn't. Yeah, for yeah. various reasons. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I'm glad you are. Yeah. <coughs> uh, glad you have the, you know, like free will to roam about. Yeah, yeah. as you please. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll pick a comic then for us to read. I do love reading comics. Yeah. It's Royal City 5 through 10? <laughs> 6 through 10. 6 through 10. I, I don't want to read issue yeah. 5. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> uh, so, it's kind of funny that we both did not like this comic and both had maybe some high expectations for it because I have a feeling that the comic I'm about to pick is probably going to suck. Oh, okay. Like... Like, you don't expect it to be good. I do not, but I feel like also for both of us, there's going to be, like, some sort of expectation out of it. Okay. That that we will probably just be sorely disappointed with. Okay. And and I know that I am setting this up for you to veto it, but, but I hope you don't. Because cause I feel like we could definitely have a lot of fun discussing it. Okay. But I would like for us to read the potentially awful Gwar Orgasmageddon. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm interested. <laughs> I I totally agree though, I don't expect much. Um, but yeah. I was actually looking at that trade earlier today, flipping through it, and yeah. I was like I was like, Yeah, I hope he does pick this eventually, because you sort of um you 
you know, gave some foreshadowing that that might happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was the book that I was going to pick before uh, you forced me to pick Oblivion <laughs> I Song. I didn't force you. <laughs> I merely suggested that it would be a good idea if you did so if you knew what was best for you. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. 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 So yeah, so it's a it's a four issue series from Dynamite and uh the trade just came out two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh so so it should be pretty accessible. Uh Gwar, G W A R, the band. Orgasmageddon. Uh, Orgasmageddon, I believe is I think that's yeah, right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Alright. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Alright then. Can you snag a copy, or will you need to borrow mine? Um, I'm guessing it's still going to be there. Okay. Um, but it, I mean, if you read it in a fair amount of time, I'll borrow yours. That okay. way, we can try to sell ours. But cool. We only ordered one, or so we had a guy special order it, and then we ordered one for the store, and that one's just been hanging out for right. a few weeks. So. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Cool. Sounds good. Well then, uh, good night everybody. Yeah, thanks for playing. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.